We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, but today doesn't feel that way. We are divided in more ways than one, and the media and the powers that be all have their own agenda. The people of this great nation no longer care about the truth, they only care about the side they are on. At Poor360, I am trying to change that. We're bringing you the facts and history so we can all learn something and make our own decisions. Tune in every Tuesday to be a part of that journey. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! Went forward in time to view alternate futures, to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict. How many did you see? 14,605. How many did we win? Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Journey Into Comics, the podcast that's dedicated to everything nerd. With your host, the podfather himself, Nate Phillips, and introducing his new co-host, Tyler McLaughlin. You should have gone for the head. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Journey into Comics, it's J-I-C-284. I am your host, Nate, and today joining me, he's like the bad motherfucker that knocked down Wilder last night. The Tyson Fury of the Journey into Comics Network. Welcome back, Tyler. I do have a heavy right hand, uh, crippling anger and depression, and love for, for like, uh, dark rum and police batons. So, kind of like all of those things together, I guess, is what makes me similar to Tyson Fury. <laughs> that was a great way further out there analogy. I was just thinking of something that was recent with the world because that fight just happened this past weekend. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, uh, have you been doing anything fun or nerdy in, in the recent? Okay. Can, do you care if I monologue for a second? Uh no, I don't care if you monologue. Okay. Please, ladies um, and gentlemen. It's it's not monologue. gonna be it's not gonna be like super in your face, but um if you if you rewind time back a couple weeks in the show, we discussed Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yes. Okay. So I took Skylar and Ruby yesterday to see Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. You have to tell me, please do. Sonic the fucking Hedgehog was great. And right as as of like five minutes before recording this podcast, to um, the weekend, obviously uh, the box office ratings or whatever over the weekend aren't totally over yet, but they are still, they, they hit 100 million this weekend. Boom. So it's a fucking video game movie, okay? It's Highest good. grossing of all time. It is good. It is really, really good. The story is like it's a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Sure. So, so we're not. We're probably not gonna win any Oscars here. Okay, but, fair enough. But maybe Sonic for visual is, effects. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey, fantastic. Oh, I love hearing that Jim Carrey was awesome because he's Dude, like literally one of my all-time favorites. Like his his Doctor Robotnik will make you uncomfortable. 
Ooh, that's exciting. Like, like it physically, like Ruby and Skylar didn't know what the fuck w- was going on, you know, because <laughs> like we've all played Sonic the Hedgehog, but like, um, you know, like R- Skylar didn't watch fucking Sonic cartoons and shit when she was a kid like I did. Like she doesn't know the history. She doesn't know the history. She doesn't have she doesn't have that nostalgia factor. And Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik made me visibly uncomfortable more than once throughout the movie. Wow. So, that's exciting. Oh yeah. I, I listen, it, I know how hard it is to make you feel visibly uncomfortable. I've seen you watch Star Wars with some shit you weren't really thrilled with. So this is exciting. Yeah, it I, I strongly I strongly urge anyone listening to the show, friend, foe, acquaintance, uh long lost listener out in the ether somewhere, just like seriously. If I if I could like beg every single one of you to go fucking see Sonic the Hedgehog, I personally would get down on my hands and knees and beg you to go see it for for um you know a multitude of reasons. Well, and I'm what are re- those reasons? I need to know. Well, well, I'm going to reiterate this again as as the number one overall reason they fixed Sonic the fucking Hedgehog because we raged. So then I got to know. Let me ask a quick side side note. Go ahead. Let's say they didn't fix him, but the story remained exactly what you saw. 100% would have ruined it. it. Nope. Really? It would have yep. changed the whole thing. That's very Be- interesting. Because Sonic is you know in the beginning I'm I'll go like quick synopsis, not not spoilerific or anything. Sure. The beginning of the movie Sonic is the narrator. That's cool. Okay, so we got a little bit of narration, then we get backstory, then we get supporting characters, then we get the conflict, and then it's montage. Like, Sonic is in the movie a lot more than you would think a CGI video game character in a movie about themselves would be. You know what I mean? Like, he is really the main character. Yes, and it is done the way that it should be. So there is there are very, very, uh, very, very few scenes where Sonic is not, like, in frame. So to see that fucking, like, abomination that we saw last year, it 100% would have ruined the movie. Wow. That's strong, man. That's 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 a. Uh, it's good to know that they didn't. I mean, they gambled on it because changing it, they could have pissed the fans off more. Um, but okay. man, they did it. They did it so right. Good, good. Now I do have a question. I heard rumor there are some pretty clever like Easter eggs. Maybe Smash Bros. Maybe Pokemon exists in Sonic's world. Some things like that. Is there any truth to that? I did not catch. So I didn't catch like any major Easter eggs. I maybe caught um like Knuckles uh like Knuckles the Echidna's species in the beginning of the movie. Like that'll be an Easter egg, I guess, that's not spoilerific. Like Ooh. Pay attention, you might see Knuckles' people. It's very like in a very pivotal part of the movie, but like my favorite Sonic universe character. 
Oh yeah, Knuckles is like Knuckles and Sonic. Like Knuckles and Shadow have always been my favorite. Ooh, Shadow's dope too. But like Sonic's obviously really dope. Silver's really cool. Um I don't know. There's just like all the Tails alternate is fucking Tails. Yeah, Tail, you know, Tails is just he's he's the he's the fucking ride or die, man. He's always there. You right, you right. But so anyway, um I have not seen Detective Pikachu yet. Okay. So especially now that that Ruby, like Ruby enjoyed Sonic enough that when we left the theater, we went to Barnes and Nobles and I bought her a Sonic the Hedgehog book. Nice. Cause she, like we went to we went to Barnes and Nobles and she's like, Dad, I want a Sonic book. I am not gonna complain about this a bit. Going immediately to the children's section. Immediately. Pick out any Sonic you would like, child. Which they were all pretty much sold out of Sonic stuff, but oh, I did get her course. one. Yep. <laughs> So, You're like, oh, um, it can't be easy. No, it can't be easy. But, uh, again, I strongly urge anyone uh, that is even mildly interested in Sonic the Hedgehog to go watch the movie. I give it five out of five stars. Wow. Well, you know what that means? It was very entertaining. It was worth the watch. The story was good. The writing was fun enough that it didn't leave you bored or you didn't know how things were going to turn out always. I feel like you said something, and I and I want to come back to it a little bit. You said that there's like a couple montages, and my hope is some of those montages are just literally him running. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything for okay, anybody. Okay. Oh. But, I will say, I, but I will say the ending of the movie and the premise that they have set, that they have established... Leaves it very open to sequels. Yeah, I was hopeful that the, if this one turned out nice, that they would do a sequel. And it looks like, I mean, two weekends in a row, they've won at the box office. Like, they're mm-hmm. number one both weekends in a row. Uh, I think they've had, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you might have the numbers in front of me, and I don't. I want to say this was a second weekend that was stronger than their opening weekend. Or, like, uh, close to the same box office or something like that. It was, like, right in there. Or I, I might be just crazy. I don't know. I don't know. So, Sonic the Hedgehog has earned 203 million worldwide, including 107 million domestic. Uh, I'm not seeing. Oh, there was. Yeah. Like, they almost. Sonic the Hedgehog almost got beat by Call of the Wild, and then. It was like a couple thousand people went to the theaters at the same time and then just fucking blew Call of the Wild out of the water. The new Harrison Ford vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes. So Sonic earned $57 million over um, over its opening weekend and then the next two... Uh, the 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 two following weekends after that, it has doubled. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yep, yep. Especially that has had the second and third weekend being strong back to back is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I want to go see it, and as soon as I have an opportunity, I don't think I'm going to have time this coming weekend though, Tyler. I feel you <laughs> might have to give me a refresher. I don't know if it's the strain or if what what's going on here, man, but. I feel like next weekend I'm very busy. 
I think you're going to be very busy because we're going to be at fucking C2E2. What, 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 what? Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. excited, my friend. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I'm going to walk you around on Friday. We're going to go to the AEW table and meet some wrestlers, and we're going to go to Artist Alley and meet some artists, and then go wherever the fuck you want to go. We'll go wherever we want to go during the day. We're going to just play it freeform, because the beautiful thing about C2E2 is you'll just end up where you're meant to be if you just keep doing things. I dig it. So it, it's it's a lot of fun, and you know, obviously, I said this off air. I'll say it on air. I'll say it anywhere. If there's somebody specifically like that you want to go stand in line to pay to meet, just say the word and we'll make it happen. Like that'll be a, that's a fun experience too. It can it can definitely be cool. I met uh, Mick Foley at C two E two one year, and it was like a thirty five minute wait in line. It wasn't terrible, but it was fun. Cool. Yeah, man. So looking forward to that. I've got a show next weekend. That's going to be outlandish and crazy. Yeah, I'm going to see the the fucking, yeah, Walk Among Us. I almost had a stroke when I was trying to say your band name. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes um, I, I do have a stroke saying our band I'm, name. I'm going to see I'm gonna see Walk Among Us play again since I didn't get to go to a war tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then Saturday we're busy. We're going to go back to C2E2, spend our day, then come back. Get chill, some Italian beef. Eat some jams, uh, pizza, per- mayhaps. Uh, and then Sunday we're going to go for round threesels if we feel necessity, which I think we will. Because the beautiful thing about day three of C2E2 is... Deals, 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 motherfucking deals. You right. get a deal and you get a deal. <laughs> yeah, I, you, like, part of the reason why I want you, I, like, I organized the whole, like, you going with me thing is so I don't, like, blow my fucking load, like, the first two days. Patience, you got to want me. Beca- yeah, because, like, you're my accountability partner, so I only spend money on the third day. Good. I can hold you accountable to that. Be like, hey. That thing's cool. There's 50 of them on the fucking floor, bro. There'll be 47 of them here on Saturday and Sunday. And Sunday, they'll be $37 off. Like, especially because I just bought a car, so, like, I have no money. Like A brand new car! Not a brand new one, but pretty close. Oh, fucking sweet. You like it? Uh, I mean, I don't get to drive it, if that if that tells you. <laughs> Married uh, life, womp womp. I mean, I bought I bought her a vehicle and got rid of mine. So, well, to be fair, yours did try to set you ablaze. It did, it did try. <laughs> it nearly succeeded too. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's fucking crazy. I just want to say that again, man. Shit. Oh, fucking. <sighs> I wanted to say about Sonic. There's one thing I I, I just remembered. I did read, I didn't read actually what it was, but apparently there is a Super Smash Bros. universe tie-in that they teased. Um, So that'll be interesting to see whatever that is. I don't even, like, I don't even know. Um, Did they have an after credits or anything like that? Uh, I did not stay to see. Ruby had to go to the bathroom. She had to make a tinkle, and it was time to roll. I understand that. Man, it's cool, though, that Ruby's at the point where you can have her sit in the theater and she's chilling. She understands she's there to be quiet and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, she, she, did, she did not make a fuss the entire movie. <clears throat> that's great, man. Uh, but uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm excited for this coming weekend. We're going to have a blast. There's a lot of stuff to do and see and um, excitement to be had for sure. Uh, but aside from that, I think it's time we get into a little bit of funny business. You want to talk about some uh, nerdy shiznat? Sure. <clears throat> okay. So, um, first of all, I need to get caught upified on your thoughts on the new bat suit. We got a dish on it. Uh, I'll, I'll do this one easy breezy. Um, Beautiful cover I lo- girl. I, lo- I love. Yep, I love everything except the fucking the ears or the yeah. The on horns the on the cowl. Yep, yep. It, that that is fucking dumb. <laughs> Hopefully it's only like version one of the cowl, and for some reason it like ends up not being the finished product. Uh, because yeah, I think that the ears are a little bit weird because they're super short in comparison to the whole everything and uh, the rest of the cowl. One thing I will notice is that the set pictures we're seeing are from the stunt guy, and it is possible that that helmet is made in such a way. That if, in fact, when he does crash, which he did, um, he doesn't get hurt. And if you have longer horns, maybe something breaks off and could stab him. I don't know. So maybe it's a hopeful that that's not the finished product that we're going to actually be seeing. And it was mm. just for the stunt guy. Is, 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 my, is my, you know, when I saw it initially, I was like, oh, God, that looks awful, kind of. And then I was like, but you know what? I hope... Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt here that that's not what they're going to actually give us. I agree. I, I, I was actually impressed. Um, you know, when that kind of hit our group chat, I was really impressed at kind of how the whole ensemble looked between the suit, the bat cycle. I think the bat cycle looks fucking tits. It's bitching, and it's very reminiscent of... Kind of like uh, when I when I saw it, my first reaction was if the '66 Batbike did a fusion dance with Michael Keaton era Batman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it has that like it has a perfect stealth darkness to it, but it kind of has a vintagey '66 feel that's almost a little dorky Batman, right? You know, which I love. There's some endearingness to that, so. Um, yeah, seeing the set videos and the photos and stuff, I really, really hope I'm like itching for them to release just a damn trailer. Just give us something, you know? Right. But, uh, all in all though, the cast looks great. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope there's still some more surprises that they have in store for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. You oh you know what you sent me something to do with the DC universe and I and tell me about what the hell is going on now. So essentially, um, AT and T owns DC, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fact. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna basically read uh, the headline here. Uh, following the news of the exit of Dan DiDio. It's being said that AT&T will close down DC Comics if its upcoming 5G event fails. Ethan Van uh, Sivers said that sources within the industry filled him in that if the 5G event 
fails, the AT&T, the AT&T will close the company. Understand it doesn't mean the characters are going to go anywhere. Batman, of course, is a prized possession of AT&T now. AT&T is Batman. And they are going to keep putting out movies and products and toys and all that stuff. Comic books are dead and they are going to close up the publishing house soon. I'll tell you that a professional who I spoke to recently said, yeah, I was talking to one of the higher-ups at DC Comics who said that if 5G doesn't work out, that's it. ATT is closing the publishing arm, so this is a ball game. Whoa, I'm like stunned by that news. So there's a, okay, so first of all, I'm glad that you cleared this up because when I read the headline, I was like, wait, you mean to tell me that if 5G LTE shit on my phone doesn't go well, they're going to close DC? That's fucking weird, man. Yeah. But but now that I know that it's an event, less weird, man. But still, uh, here's my immediate reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually a smart move. Uh, let them, even if it's only temporarily, close DC Comics, the comic publishing side one of two things is going to happen a disney's going to come along and be like listen we don't want to buy you out but we want to create a deal where marvel and disney print dc-based stories and it goes through our people now and could could be an industry shift and a changer where AT&T still owns the intellectual rights, they can still do all the movies and the TV shows and everything like that, but as far as the medium of comic books is concerned, giving it back to a company that is focused on making comics. Okay. Um, Now, I don't know if that's something they would do, but I I think that could be very, 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 very uh, successful, honestly. Yeah, that's interesting. Because if that doesn't happen, they'll just close temporarily, and then like in a year or two, it'll be this like, guess what's going to happen, folks? Officially, we're 100%. Every story you read before doesn't exist. None of that exists. We're starting, this is base level zero, a new vision for DC Comics, and they come yeah, out. But yeah, how, but how many times have they done that? I mean, a lot. You know, but they've never closed the doors. It's always been one universe cycling and shifting into another where the stories meld and blend together somehow. And and this would be in in, in the perfect world. It's like a departure where you, you know, DC Comics would come back and there would only be like two titles or three titles. And those Mm -hmm. superheroes would have like one or two years where they would be the only people published for DC for a short time. People would be like, wow, this is strange, but these stories are really good. And then, okay, a year or two down the road, you're introduced to new characters who might be old characters we already know. Let's say The Flash. Let's say, you know, Supergirl. It doesn't fucking matter. Whoever you want. Mm -hmm. They get introduced later, and then slowly you spin out individual stories when the timing is right. And you almost rebuild how you've done it in the TV universe, where you've made people really respect and enjoy the limitations of one kind of story until new characters are introduced. And it actually makes sense for them to carry their own universe. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, that's that's Nate Riffin 101 right now because this news got me shook. I thought that was very strange, and I think it's very scary that all of DC Comics could be hinging on one event. Yeah, and now, granted, too, like, this is the only... I haven't seen that article from anywhere else. 
Pardon me. <clears throat> I haven't seen that article from anywhere else, and I haven't seen like any further information. Um, but like, what a weird thing to say. It hinges on, or it, or it's it's like the publishing arm of DC Comics is depending on. AT&T's like a cell phone event to do well. You know how like how it's just it's weird, I guess. I don't know, man. Unless 5G is some name for some story that they're telling in the DC universe, which again, then it's like a call your bluff kind of thing. Mhm. Okay, so what if it doesn't do well? Is AT&T really going to close DC Comics? Are you really going to do that? Or is this just the hype train to try to get people more interested in whatever you're selling? Mm. A lot of that shit going around, too. Right. Wow. But uh, did you did you happen to check out that uh, Project Luminous thing I was telling you about? Absolutely. I want to hear your thoughts. What the hell? I have no idea what... I read an entire article on it, and I have no idea what's going on. So apparently tomorrow, like 9 or 10 o'clock our time, they're going to reveal a new story for Star Wars. Okay. Project Luminous. It's been teased a lot. They've been talking about it, blah, 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 blah. My first thought was like, oh my God, they're going to talk about the next saga already? I thought we weren't doing that. It's not. It's all based in story mediums, whether it's books or a new line of comics. And apparently, a lot of different people's hands are now in this to make it a very larger-than-life type thing that we're going to be learning about tomorrow. Or today, if you're listening to this on launch day. Okay, you'll have to keep me updated tomorrow, Nate. Oh, well, clearly. I mean, there's, you know... Tons of possibilities for what it could be, where the story is going to take place. There's people talking about that they're supposedly going to be telling stories here really soon in the Star Wars universe immediately after Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And I think that's interesting because, as you and I both thought, they kind of put a bookend on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I just to just to briefly summarize like my thoughts of the ending of the saga all over again especially now that I've had more time to think about it like you in a a pretty well done way like set up the ending of an era to where if I feel like if stories of Ray or Poe or Finn like like any of the major characters from this this current trilogy I think you would be doing a disservice to your narrative to ever bring those characters up again now somebody like Chewbacca or 3PO or R2D2 those are characters that have longevity and have had longevity since the, the 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 prequel trilogy, you know, essentially 
those have been the longest running characters of the entire franchise. Um, like they they have staying power, but you 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 close you. I mean you you shut the chapter like it's done. Let it. Kylo Ren said it. Uh, fucking let the past die. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's do something different. It's time to start fresh. Mm-hmm. I would like to just see. It's it's weird because I feel like. Oh, and one thing I want to say about Project Luminous is that it was also teasing about it being uh, a story about the Force. Okay. More specifically, as in saying, you know, what is the Force? It's the thing that binds us, you know, and surrounds all life and everything. So, I'm not really sure what the play is here, but it needs to be a home run. Because if it's lame or boring or... um, treading water that's already really been tread a lot that they've kind of they're just we're starting to get to a point now i think as fans where we're going look some of this star wars shit they're just trying to sell to us to confirm the story they want us to be into and cheapen the shit we're already into Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense absolutely Um, so i don't know man we're gonna just have to wait and see tomorrow is a new day so we'll be you know, obviously touching bases and uh, discussing the possibilities of uh, what that all means. Dude, I'm so freaking pumped, by the way. Did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. Okay, so right now is the Toy Fair, Toy Fair 2020. Right. They just released the pictures for Funko's new Marvel line. Do you know about the new line? No. <laughs> Marvel Zombies, dude. Shit, yeah. And let me tell you what the line is to start. The debut line is Mysterio, Hulk, Magneto, Mm. Wolverine, Deadpool, Gambit, and Black Panther. Okay. Let me... I'm going to... I'm sharing this image to you right now so you can actually see... You got Why me. I'm so jazzed. Like I, like I don't even have to look. You 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 sold me. Just wait. Just wait till you see the Mysterio one. Fucking got me, dude. Because I'm like you know already a huge fan of Mysterio, and I was like, oh my god, I never would have thought they would do something like that. So I just sent you the visual. Are they for... the, the Funko Pops? Right. Uh huh. They're pops. Yeah. I found it right before you you I, right before I got it. I found it. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the Gambit one looks pretty badass. I know, his eyeball falling out mm-hmm. all crazy-like. I kind of think the Deadpool one's kind of lame. It, yeah. Because they have him missing an arm, so it's like... Well, the Hulk one's pretty lame, too, I feel like. Yeah, it just has his like half his head all sculled off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mysterio one's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's my favorite one, obviously. Gambit's pretty cool, too. Uh... I do like Black Panther because his his leg is oozing. Mm-hmm. He does have an oozy leg. That's the episode title. Black Panther has an oozy leg. That uh, that has so many like so many layers of meanings. Speaking of speaking of the 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 uh, toy fair, did you saw that Slave One that I tagged you in yesterday? Right, bro, bro. Oh my god, that thing is gorgeous. I'm I'm gonna have to get one. 
<laughs> there's like no doubt in your mind, even if it's three hundred dollars, like, you're getting like one. I I have never had one my entire life. Really? And I have I have never had a slave one like full size like that. And I've had multiple opportunities to buy one, like even buy one like that's a reasonable price, and I've just never been like, you know what? I'm fucking doing this. And they're re releasing it. It fucking looks good. I'm I'm gonna have a hard time not getting you're gonna it. Have to, you're gonna have to track down the Black Series uh, Boba Fett and all the Cloud City people that go with it, man. Because mm-hmm. that whole like diagram was just like, oh, this is flawless. This looks like it comes out of the movie. Yeah, it looks great. And like they did it. you you saw the 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 Mandalorian uh, Lego Razorback, right? Say what? Say what? The Mandalorian Lego Razorback? No. Or Razor Razor Crest. I'm sorry, not Razorback. Razor Crest. Razor Crest. I, I got you. No, I didn't see that. They're doing the Razor Crest in Lego. Uh, just a second. I'll send it to you. He's like, hold please as I send you another thing here. And we travel on down the Journey into Comics podcast. There you go. We're, okay, he sends it to me, folks. He sends it to me through the message. Oh, I just see the thumbnail, and I'm already juicing. I'm over here juicing, bro. I'm juicing. I'm juiced. I'm juicing. I'm, I'm totes juiced. Oh, my God, that is gorgeous. Speaking about being totes juiced. Okay. Uh, we, are now, we are now at... Uh, at, at, at 10 days without tobacco. Hey bro, congratulations. I want I still want I want to break things. But as you get further away the better you feel. You already got to start to feel kind of better maybe. I don't know about mm. that, but mildly. Mildly. But you're still annoyed. Yep. Yeah, I feel that. It's ballsy to do too, especially like you picked a pretty terrible time. No, if, like I'm not trying to downplay the thing. Oh, like, I, winter, I picked the worst time. Winter is a really hard time to quit anything mm-hmm. because it's cold. You're already in your element. You know, you've been doing it for so long. What has it been? Ten years? You've been chewing? You said or something like that. Fourteen. Four, Fourteen. Sorry. So yeah, a l- little bit off the mark there. But like, it's a long time, man. It's it's a hard thing to break yourself from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you don't have to talk about this on the podcast. You're not. You don't feel it. I don't care. It's up to you. What made you decide it was time? Uh, I just kind of, I just kind of associated the gas station with something that was controlling my life, and I don't want a fucking gas station to control my life anymore. So I just stopped. Yeah, because you always are like, I got to run to the gas station and get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I understand that. I run I run errands and got to get cigarettes for somebody sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did the math. It was like over 14 years, like on the low end, it's like almost 50 grand that I've spent just in chew. Whoa. You know, like that, that's some dough. That's a a new car. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yep, so I well, gave it up. Well, dude, that's that's, you know, fucking congrats, dude. I know that's got to be a hard ass thing to to do, for sure. Uh quitting pop was difficult, and that's not even the same kind of thing, but 
Oh, I think that might that's even harder for me. I I still haven't been able to give that up. It's it's it. I had a pop today just out of pure enjoyment, but like it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I think the thing that got me over the hump was only putting water in my fridge instead of putting pop. Like just like forcing that I have to have a water instead because when I walk to the fridge, I'm like, oh shit, all I got to drinks water. Okay, I guess I'm drinking a water, and then it's just right. like repetition and then i don't even think about it i just space out and then it's like oh it's been six days i've had a pop i guess i'll indulge today you know and have one and that's i think a nice way to do it but dude there are so many different marvel headlines i like about just like super cursed um and there's small children down here now so i have to be mindful of that a little bit folks um but Oh, where did it go? I had a, a really interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you wait? You go, go ahead. ahead. No, you nope, go first. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was taking a deep breath. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck my bad. <laughs> Double my bad. Oops. Um, did you hear this thing Kevin Smith said about um, the Marvel movies? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So, um, he said that descendants of us, people in hundreds of years from now will find divine inspiration from the moment Cap picks up Mjolnir in Endgame. Okay. Be, and, and it will be like um, almost talked about Jesus-like biblically. All right. Interesting. So let me ask you this question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the theoretical king here. This is why I brought this up because I think it could be uh, a really interesting conversation. I totally just dropped my phone and caught it right That was crazy. Anyways, so let's say hundreds and hundreds of years from now, for some reason, I don't know why, there aren't movies, okay? And for some reason, in a bunker somewhere, there's one nerd who hid a Blu-ray player and the entire Infinity Saga. Okay. And that's all that it's found, like hundreds of years later. They don't have any idea where we came from. There's a lap in, in, in our history. You know, some crazy bomb or bullshit happens. Climate change. I don't know. And they find, ah, and they put it on, and they're watching. And, and hopefully they have TVs that will connect to the Blu-ray player. I didn't really think this through, but just roll with me here, damn it. Um, and then, like, what if religion in the future was built on the Avengers? Because there's, like, so many fundamentally being a good person moments and, like, rising to the occasion of being a hero versus being a villain in that entire arc of the Infinity Saga. So the only caveat there... Sure. It would depend on the character of who found that material. Because if somebody Ooh. like me found it, when they watched it, in the beginning of every movie it says, because our species is dumb, uh, the events contained uh, herein are not real. Okay, These are stunts so y- performed by professionals, blah, 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 blah. This, this, this is not real. So you would either look at that and then totally disregard it and create your pseudo space religion, or you would just not notice it because you're a ding ding. Hokey science, kid. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, so first of all, I love that you took the immediately the analytical approach. Like, 
I would look at it. I would see that it says there are actors. Like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean they were being for real, you know? But what if, hold on, let's just play this out. What if people thought those events really did happen and this was a documentary retelling of those events? The story of the gods? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, like, that whole civilization would be fucked. Totally. It would be bizarre because you know what they would be afraid of? And maybe it's real at this point. I don't know. Maybe you're listening to this hundreds of years into the future. And you're like, dude, aliens do exist. They came down and beat our asses. It was awful. I mean, they straight clapped our fucking human cheeks. They cheeked us, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They were cheeking. They were straight out here cheeking, fools. Clapping cheeks. Clapping cheeks and breaking streaks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. oh, God, that hurt. Damn it, I'm telling you. I'm telling that you. That hurt. Mm. It does hurt. It does hurt so good. Um, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm, cause like the same, the same thing could be said though, like with Star Wars. Like what if Great somebody. Point. Star Wars, yeah, if somebody pulls up Star Wars and it's like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and it's like, oh, shit, this is set up so, like, so we would find it. Ooh. You know what I mean? That could be really interesting because then you would have a whole earth of people trying to harness the Force. And faster than light travel. And faster than light travel, which could get really interesting. You know, I saw, I want to just side note tangent. I saw a comedian last night in Indianapolis, and it was great fun. Shout out to you, Patrick Murray. Uh, He brings up a very good point. The most dangerous thing in Star Trek is nobody wears a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever think about that until yesterday, and then now I can't stop kind of thinking about it. It's kind of got me messed up, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of, like, physics. Like, um, fucking physics, bro. As as soon as they stopped going, you know, how many thousands of miles an hour that they were going, from that to zero, like, they're, like they would be paced. Their insides would now be their outsides. Well, see, but at that point... Like, to truly quantify it, their insides wouldn't even be insides anymore because their outsides and their insides are no longer... congealed. Yes, they're no longer outside of anything because they just are. They're a paste. Like, instantaneously, going from that speed to zero that fast, you would just... You would disintegrate. You would cease to exist. That's... That's why, like, if, if... one of my biggest recommendations and, and on the way up to the network meeting, like I hit fucking Nick and Blaine hard with with my recommendations for the expanse. Um, you know, one of the That's greatest. a series, right? It it is a TV show now, but it's also an incredible book series. Um it it's the science realism is incredible. You know, our species can't travel any farther than basically the Kepler belt. And the only reason we can even get that far is because of fucking technology that some dude concocted up that when he turned it on, it accidentally killed him. Brutal. Like, like it's incredible. 
Speaking of so, people killing themselves, I got something to say after this. Keep going. Traveling through space, zero gravity. Uh, yep. The act of traveling through space creates gravity. Yes, it does. So Force. if you're being, G-force. if you're being, yeah, if you're being propelled, it creates gravity. If you're spinning, it creates gravity. You do any of those things in conjunction with each other, you have fucking artificial gravity, and it's not artificial; it's gravity. Like, space is not... There is no such thing as zero G. There's gravity in space. It's just that how you're harnessing gravity because you can get gravity from moving forcefully through space. And also, our Earth has gravity because it's spinning fast through space as well as the core. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, It's all science, my dear Watson. Like... You know, in movies, whenever there's like a like a rupture in a spaceship, and totally. then like, like it tries to, you know, the vacuum it tries to suck everything inside <laughs> yeah. the ship out. It's how, total, it's how, uh, what's total bullshit. Face? Ebony Maw, Ebony Maw, and Avengers: Infinity War died by yep. that. Total bullshit. That would not happen. Nope. Really? It would. It would. It would equalize. It would. It would try and suck some stuff out. But like, if there was a hole and you got sucked up against the hole, it would be a mild inconvenience to you. Interesting. That's weird. It's got my brain feeling all timey wimey and thinking about it. Science fiction, man. They got it. They got to sell. They got to <clears throat> sell material. I think it's weird too because like, if you were in space and a, and a, like the door blew off the fucking space station you were on. It, w- it the thing that actually would kill you would not necessarily be the vacuum. It would be the immense cold. But because it has to. But you you still have to get like your body is radiating heat. The air touching your skin has to get cold enough to freeze you to death. It doesn't happen instantaneously. True, true. You would suffer. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, you would Ugh. suffocate. You would suffocate before you freeze to death. That's really brutal to think about. Gross. Ugh. I'm not a fan of that. But oh, speaking of people dying unnecessarily, this is totally strange news, and I feel like it's journey into comics worthy because of the randomness. Did you hear about this dude who, like a couple years ago, claimed he built his own rocket and was going to go to space? Nope. You've no idea what I'm talking about. Nope. Is this dude in like Nevada or Arizona or some shit? And he's like. I built this rocket, and I'm going to shoot myself up into space. You guys will see. And he went to do the first test, and, like, people are like, no, you're going to die. And he's like, I'm fine. And he didn't die. And, well, finally, time caught up with him, and he is now he is now deceased from a rocket exploding. Long okay. story short, folks, don't be a one-man NASA because you'll never pull it off. Uh, science is difficult. And uh, don't put yourself in a rocket because you'll – You'll blow up, right? <laughs> That's all I've got. Like, what? What was? What was he trying to accomplish? I don't know, man. I don't know what his actual game plan was. I don't know why he needed to uh, fly into space. I feel like now I'm gonna have to look up this fucking <laughs> rocket, man. Fucking. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the 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 update of that next weekend. Like. Oh, okay. We'll get it. We'll we get got, everybody. Okay. We'll, We'll get everybody together talking about the fucking crazy guy who tried to be an astronaut. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna pull up some videos, uh, because the dude is 
crazy as fucking crazy gets. I mean, that's just the fact. All right, I got a video for you to pull up too, for your own personal viewing. Oh, this is an off the show time. Oh video. yeah, this is this is an off the show time. Okay, good. Thanks for the heads up. I don't want to accidentally watch that on the show. Type type in uh goat man. Goat goat man? Goat goat man. On like uh, Google? On uh YouTube. Hold on. I'm I'm going to send you I'm I'm just going to straight up send you the link. I feel like this is a trap, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who who aren't aware, right now Nate is stepping into a trap. This is going to take me to like lemonparty.com or some shit. Nope, nope. This is a this will be a YouTube video. Oh man, it's called Meet the Goat Man. <laughs> meet uh, the Goat Man. Meet the Goat Man. Fuck. Meet the goat man. All right. Here we go. Dude, I like how excited Tyler is about me meeting the goat man. It's like somebody I, I saw this video. I remember watching this video on the news. And then somebody at work today, like he's like, Hey, have you ever seen this video of this of this of the fucking goat man? And I was like no, but now I kind of want to. And I remember, like, he 100% jogged my memory on it. And it's like, meet the goat, man. Fuck. I don't. I like that you said that right as you sent that to me. And what is this guy? It says, meet the goat, man. <laughs> See, the problem is you've sent this to me during the show. And now <clears throat> I have to fucking click it. I have to know. So it looks like we're going on this adventure during the podcast. I cannot wait. How long is this video? Let's see. We're going to YouTube should, to meet the great goat man. Unmeet. Should be pretty short. Minute and nine seconds. <laughs> goat man wins Nobel Prize, okay? Thomas the Waits lived like a goat for three days. <laughs> After a few attempts, he built a goat exoskeleton made up of artificial legs, a helmet, <laughs> a prosthetic goat stomach, what? And a chest protector and a raincoat. <laughs> a raincoat. <laughs> he explored the house with his new. Oh my god! This is funny. This is absolutely hysterical. He's eating the grass like a goat. Oh yeah. It's a sure one hell of a difference. Thomas wanted to become a goat to escape the angst inherent in being a human. Thomas Thwaites won the Bio-IG Nobel Prize of 2016 in a ceremony held at Harvard University. What the fuck? Goat man. Dude, that was weird. Goat man. I mean, it was good, <laughs> but it was weird. Goat man. But, I'm telling you. Oh. <sighs> Now that I've met the goat man, I am. I think the thing that killed me, though, bro, was that he also added a raincoat. Yeah. Like, all these things that goats have, I was like, oh, and a stomach, a synthetic stomach. Holy, he went the extra mile. And a raincoat. <laughs> goats don't wear raincoats, bro. You're cheating the system. Knock it off. Nate, if, if, if you ever text me and you're like, hey, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go live in the mountains for like a week. I'm going to pretend to be a fucking goat. 
Like I would never I would never talk to you again. I would hope you would just push me down a flight of stairs. I I just <laughs> I would I will never I will never speak to you again. Fast track to me not being friends with people. What happened to Nate? Ah oh, man, he became a fucking goat man. <laughs> he, he went he went uh up into the mountains to become a goat. Oh, all right, let's never talk about this again. Absolutely. No, hold on. I don't think that would be how it would go because the next question then would be what do you mean he became a goat man? <laughs> and then you get to show them the original video first, and then I'll have a video where I also won a Nobel Prize for dressing like a goat with my synthetic horns and um, goat bladder. I guess I'll make a goat bladder because goats <laughs> have to pee. And then, uh, yeah, and then and then you'll be like, and now check out my this guy I used to know who I will never call a friend. This is fucking weird. <laughs> Well, and it's like, like you're not just you're just not gonna live like you're gonna live with the goats, and then you're gonna be like fucking them, you know? Like, oh, like <laughs> the original goat man did it for science. Anyone else that does that, like, they have nefarious reasons. They're trying to fuck the goats. Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I'm just gonna cut ties. Like if Blaine if Blaine called me tomorrow and he's like, Hey man, I'm gonna move down to Florida. Oh Fuck hey, cool. Goat. You know, good for you. Uh I'm gonna become a manatee. Like <laughs> <laughs> Come again? Oh my yeah, god. I'm gonna be I'm gonna become uh, the cow of the sea. I'm gonna become a dugong. Like, all right, bro. Like, Dick good luck the with manatee. That. Good good luck with that. Um And see you, you know, never. This might be the first thing that I ever, or first time that I ever say that, but I hope you get hit by a boat propeller. <laughs> like, like I feel bad every anytime I see a manatee that's all like fucking chewed up from the prop from a, a boat prop. But like, if Blaine's like, yeah, I'm gonna become a manatee, I would, I would, I would wish for that boat prop to find him. You're like, man, you had it coming. I mean. Like, let's just be people. We're all human beings. Like, live vicariously through other... Like, I live vicariously through video games. That's how I detach from reality. Like, there's all there's all kinds of shit. You don't need to try and become an animal. Uh, I can remember... I, I, I almost guarantee it. That when you were in high school, you had... There was a girl in your class that hissed at people. Yeah, yeah, yep. Kelly Burmeister. We don't need to be those people. Like, don't, don't fucking hiss. You're not a cat. No, you're a human being. You're a human fucking person with a with a. a you're you're human. I don't know how to say it elsewhere. Otherwise, having you're a, a stroke. Fucking Homo in my brain. sapien. Yeah. Man. Oh hey, you know what? Uh, total side note: This is me just tangent city into the world, but this is news. Um, you and I saw a movie together last March. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. 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 We saw Captain Marvel. We did. They officially greenlit Captain Marvel too. Boo. 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 Don't boo. Don't boo. Don't boo. I booed. Don't boo. I you're booing, booing you're booing Brie Larson. You're not booing I'm, all of I'm, Captain Marvel. I'm booing it. Really? 
Like you, you give me more, uh, more of the supporting cast of Captain Marvel, and you've got my thumbs up. Okay, okay, I'm into that. The, the sequel will inherently have less supporting cast than the than the first movie did, so it's just a boo for me. It's just a boo. Sometimes it's just a boo and an Uzi Black Panther leg. Mm-hmm. 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 Man, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised at that. We've had our talks about the whole thing, but uh, what if it I, looks really dope when they show a trailer or something? I want it to do well for for all the same reasons that I wanted Birds of Prey to do well. Mm-hmm. But like the difference between Birds of Prey and and Captain Marvel is. One has a, a a really really good actress, and the other one has a really really good studio behind it. And I think we can use the fucking process of elimination here and figure out which one's which. Ooh. Like, fucking Margot Robbie's killing it as Harley Quinn. Yeah, Brie Larson looks like like she's a mute half the time. <laughs> She Shout has, out to like, all of our mute listeners. She has no... It, it's not derogatory towards people who can't speak. It's like you have... She has She has no like no tone, no inflection, no... Like no personality. She is a robot. She is a cracker in porn form, but not porn. Yeah. 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 Straight robot, bro. Okay. Okay, I'm interested. I uh, I get you. Oh my gosh, dude! All of a sudden, I had like this wicked heartburn that just hit me. I about passed out. Whoa! That Don't was go crazy. Down, Nate. I'm not gonna do it, dude. I want to watch the Harley Quinn TV show, the cartoon show. Yeah. I hear it's really good and filthy. Is it filthy? Yeah. Like, tons of F-bombs and things like that. I didn't know that it was filthy. Yes. I'm telling you, man. Also, did you see that uh, Suicide Squad wrapped? No, I did not see that. Yeah, uh, James Gunn said Suicide Squad is a wrap. He's he's finished it. Shit, yeah. <clears throat> Which means, I'm telling you, we're on, we got to be on our way to him going back to do some Guardians. And we're going to start getting stuff and updates on that soon. And I'm stoked on that for sure. Man. Sweet. I'm telling you, dude, there's so many crazy things out. I'm like looking at all these different headlines and stuff. And it's like, there's too many different things we could even be talking about. Honestly. Like, okay, example. I don't know if you know this. Cause I don't know if you heard last week's show. You know that they're bringing the animated Batman back, right? Batman the Animated Series? No. But they're bringing it back in comic form. Well, as long as DC Comics stays open. Okay. Uh, apparently it's going to start off as a digital comic. And then a month later it'll, it'll actually be properly released. So it is stories told in that universe with that art style written by Paul Dini, the guy who did many of the classic Batman animated series stories, including the uh, amazing Mr. Freeze, Nora Freeze story. Okay. So he's one of those dudes that, man, he did Fat Man on Batman forever and a day ago. He was like one of the first guests. 
and uh, he's so spirited and passionate about Batman. Like he gets emotional talking about it. So to he- hear that they said, "Hey, here, take and write your own stories," you know, whatever you're gonna do, he's gonna blow the doors open and tell some pretty cool stories. My hope is we'll get some of the newer uh, characters, maybe Arkham Knight, maybe Hush, more Jason Todd, Red Hood type stuff, um, in that universe and and see them stylized as such. I'm all about it. I'm all about it too, man. I'd be jazzed. That that would that would revitalize my interest in the Batman universe. More than a new Batman movie, huh? Mm-hmm. I agree. I really have a special thing for the animated series. It was awesome. Well, and especially stuff like, you know, you and I have talked about our love of uh like Mask of the Phantasm. Dude, Mask of the Phantasm. Honestly, when I first, like, I didn't see, okay, true story. I didn't see Max of the Phantasm when I was a kid. Because really? I just, I never was allowed to rent it. My parents were strict and there was always fights about shit like that because it looked too scary. And okay. I'm like, it's Batman, it's cartoons, you know, whatever. So, like, I don't know, it was like 2009 or something. I was like, I still have never seen Mask of the fucking Phantasm. I need to see this movie. So we we got it and I watched it and I was like, this is one of the best movies like for the Batman universe ever, and they they should have taken this story. Mask of the Phantasm should have been the third Batman movie. Oh, it's great. I mean, I wrote a whole fan fiction story, which I would love to turn into a real comic or novelization or whatever, involving the fallout from Phantasm set years in the future, um, involving Batman having a daughter. Mm. And uh, really, some really cool and interesting twists in the story. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Phantasm, so props to that for sure. But yeah, I just tangented it away. Sorry. No, you're all right. I just sent you a message that I need you to look at. You sent me a message. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> okie dokie, I can do that. E- email too, Nate. Oh, email too, also too as well. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, hold on, wait, wait, is this what's going to be, like, does this have to be what's on my ID? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I, I need to give you my ID address then. That is... You're going to know all my secrets now. Tyler knows everything about me now, damn it. Ah. I already did it anyway. Oh, my gosh. He's coming to kill me in my dreams. Goatman. Goatman is back with a vengeance. I'm going to send the Goatman after you. He's back with Goat Vengeance. Mm, Please don't say that. Goat Vengeance? (laughs) Yep. Okay. I won't say Goat Vengeance again. Just one more time to make sure you don't want me saying goat vengeance anymore. Please, please stop. I think you, that's going to be the why episode you, why, title now. Why you why you do this? Why you do this for? Why yeah. why you do this? I just sent you a text. Why why you do this? <laughs> I just texted him goat vengeance, folks, live on the podcast because that's uh, what we do up in here. Why why you do this? Because it's funny. 
it, it's it's it made me laugh. I laughed. Did you did you laugh also? No, I did. You're like, though. oh, but you're right. You did laugh. My bad. Yeah, man, you uh, you got me there though, bro. That's for sure. Well, Ty, before we get out of here, is there anything else we need to dive into that's not uh, goat related? Nope, I think we got it. Nice. This is going to be a shorter episode because, guys. Next week's going to be a long go, boy. I don't know what we're going to get into. It might be it might be a couple parts. I was thinking that too actually. Yeah, we might have it broke down in a couple different parts there for sure. But um folks, as always, you can check out Journey into Comics right here journeyintocomics.com. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network or whatever show you're wanting to listen to, you'll find it on the different platforms by searching for the shows you love folks i think this is going to do it for this week's episode of jic this has been a journey into comics 284 goat vengeance i'm nate i'm goat man (laughs) (laughs) oh shit pop your artificial caps back and fill your brains With goat goat. vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, All right. We'll see you folks later. Later.